This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At, I can never remember the address. I I'm think pitiful. it's 467 Hickory. No, is that it? Yep. Because it should be, I, I just for some reason I have videos. a mental block. It's crazy. If it's not, then we have a problem. Cause it is. Everywhere. It's 467 Hickory <laughs> Avenue. Okay. I hear you pecking back there, but I got you. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it's starting to do really well, even in the middle of summer. In the dog days of summer, we're, we're doing pretty well. Because people are coming out and giving it a shot. And they're liking um, it. And they're liking it. I mean, Chef Casey Coombe over there, Coombe, is, is doing a great job. C-O-O-M-B-E. M-B-E. Coombe. What is that? French? No, Coombe? No, it can't be French. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, Casey's doing a great job, and Carlene Marcel is our front of the house manager. And, of course, my phenomenal grade one GM from Katie's is also the GM at Bienvenue. She's multitasking. Um, but things have been good. you got to you know. try the jambalaya pasta. Jambalaya, jambalaya pasta. You know, you, we've all heard of jambalaya pastas before, but Carl Schubert's recipe of a jambalaya pasta is absolutely phenomenal. Unfortunately, Chef Scott here is getting blown away by Chef Carl. He, he's great. He really is. <laughs> no, he's good. This dude, this dude, this dude rocks it out. You know, to the point where I, you know, it's like when E.F. Hutton talks, people listen. When Carl starts talking about food, I listen. You know, and I, I just, man, I just interviewed another girl. Her name is Angie Anderson. And what a phenomenal interview that was. I enjoyed talking to her. She's got a ton of experience. And I'm, I'm trying to work her into the fold. Hey, well, I, had, I heard that you also um, I, it, were, we're, we're trying to hire people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's indeed. a secret one. Okay. There's a secret one out there. <laughs> Boy, anyway, we're having a lot of fun at Bienvenue. <laughs> we're having a lot of fun at Katie's. I was there for lunch today. We are jamming. I was at Francesca for lunch, and we were having a good little lunch there. So oh, come I heard on you out those, and try the trio of restaurants. Those, you got those cool, colorful <laughs> cups back. I did. We got the cool cups back. I love those. Created yeah. a stir. Yeah. You well, know they, what? When I picked them up yesterday, we have the Mardi Gras dates on the back of the cups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Francesca is... It's a St. Louis-style deli. We're trying to bring St. Louis influence right. into our New Orleans deli because St. Louis and New Orleans are two cities that are quite alike. We're both on the river. I mean, it's just, you know, a lot alike. And my beautiful, unbelievable wife is from St. Louis that most people that know me know that now because we've been together for eons. Um, and so I'm trying to impress her by bringing St. Louis tradition. And our Italian sub is, is just, it's her favorite sandwich in the world. And we've duplicated the, the, the Italian sub from all the delis up on the hill in St. Louis. So yeah. she says, my dressing's a little sweet. Yeah. But I mean, th- this, this sandwich has been a, a critic 
said it's the Crosby, Stills, and Nash of sandwiches in New Orleans. How can I change anything about that? Uh, that's that's an impressive. Even comparison. though David Crosby, mm, he's mean. Well, that's a mean sandwich. We catered for him one time, and he was like, "This sucks." I'm like, really? "Dude, <laughs> what is wrong with you? Everybody loves it." Sorry about that. Yeah, Sorry. he was rough. <laughs> oh. But then you Google him, and it's like everybody oh, says the same always. thing. Right. But anyhow, um, we're having a lot of fun with it. A lot of fun with it. Um, oh, anyway, where I was going with the cup. That's ADD boy here. Yeah. Going with the cup. I want to get the, the arch on the back of the cup. Well. Francesca, and you put the St. Louis arch on the back of the that. cup. Put a little uh, little streetcar underneath the arch. And a little streetcar, and then yeah. it could say, you know, the gateway to the west? Mm. The gateway to a great to the great delis. Or something like that. Something clever. Yeah. So when I get rid of these five thousand, well, why, you know what? Let's just order another five thousand right now, <laughs> and we'll put the. Yeah, the I'm sure somebody'd be really happy about that. <laughs> you know, it's, employees, it's guys. If you know any great, great line cooks, restaurant managers, whatever, send them my way. I need people that appreciate things. Yes, and I need some, too. Matter, matter of fact, we need them. you start having them. multiple restaurants, you find out how hard employees are to get good ones. Right. Right, and then you end, you, up, know. you end up in that situation where you just hire people who come through the door and hope that they work out. Right. And then you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a crapshoot, man. Well, I Can I say that on the radio? <laughs> I, I I forget the last time I was on the radio I slipped with an S word. You're Sam. not supposed to. It was Sam. Yes. Sam. Yeah, yeah. Say it Sam. was. It rhymes with it. <laughs> Oops. Oops. I think well, I covered myself pretty well, but you know. Yeah, that thousand dollars. I didn't get in trouble fine. for it. No, it's. It, I didn't get in trouble. It slipped for it. under the radar. You know what I was going to tell you? The, the great, speaking of great chefs, Duke LeCicero just texted me. Oh. Love me some Duke LeCicero. Now. What's, what's he up to these I days? like to be in business with Duke LeCicero. He's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, he's opening a new restaurant um, in Metairie. Metairie. And, it was and I have to ask him first if it's okay to talk about this. Oh. It might be another secret. <laughs> it could be. This is a very secretive show. Mm-hmm. This is a radio show where we tell you nothing at all that uh, that you need to know, and then we just talk about other things that you don't need to know. Except food is something you need to know about. Food's what you need to know about. And somebody better start calling and talk about restaurants, because I'm about to blow up some of the restaurants I've been to. Well, I'll tell you. So I'll start off. You had just mentioned Chef Carl. Yeah. I went, you went to, to DTB, DTB yeah. last weekend for brunch. Right. And it was amazing. Yeah, man. It's got to be. He's so creative. The, that the, it's the scary. recipes were the, the staff yeah. was friendly. Yeah. The the food was great. I had the chicken sandwich because I'm just a fried chicken sandwich kind of guy. I love fried chicken too. And Carl, he's. I'm, I'm telling you, I just enjoy talking to him. I, I I've got to go to DTB. I've got to go. You do because it's one of the great ones. But just recently, I've been to Lebanon Cafe. Went there for Father's Day. Wow. Where is it that? was knocked down. It's on Carrollton, by near the old streetcar park. Um, it's next to uh, Boulay. Is it Boulay? It's like a barbecue place next to it. I don't know. It's like Oak and near Oak or... Oh, oh I was just, that's where DTV is. It's over in that same area. Is it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's on up East Carrollton. Okay. 
Well, I've got to go there, but we went to uh, Lebanon Cafe, and I was blown away. Really pleasantly, pleasantly surprised because a friend is always promoting going there, and and so we went, and, and it was absolutely delicious, and we ate everything on the menu. The bill was eighty-seven dollars without liquor. That's pretty good. We ate a lot of stuff, three of us. Oh. It was my son and my wife, and I, Connor and Stephanie and I. And then I also uh, recently we went to uh, Gendusa's Market ah. in Kennertown, Rivertown in Kenner. Kennertown, mm-hmm. Kennertown, Rivertown. Another great one. That's, you know, Troy Gendusa is the owner. I met him. Really good dude. Um, the food was rocking. Or should I say banging. That's an Italian place, right? That's an Italian place. Italian market. Gendusa's uh, market. And it's the same family that owns Gendusa's French bread. I wondered that. Which I use everywhere. Right. You know, um, but it was, the lasagna was second to none. You know, it was better than my lasagna at Katie's. Really? It was better than mine, yeah. How do we always end up? It makes me want to work on things when I have something that great. When, you know, when it's just good. Really good. Well, I, you The know. deli, I, I don't think I can do, I don't think I could do sandwiches any better than what we're doing there. No. We stack the corned beef. We cook our own corned beef. We cook our own pastrami. We stack the pastrami. It looks like you're getting a sandwich up in New York it's for $13. And it's, yeah, I mean, the... The roast beef is... Yep. I mean, Roast beef, second to none. And I'm a roast beef guy. Other, you know, Bears roast beef is never, so good. I'm a club guy, and I really like the club. It's just so big, I can't get it in my mouth. Yeah, I think we, we need to back off on how much meat. You know, because I'm always, you know, I just want to want people to have a great experience. No, I don't need that much meat. And over. when they spend 13 bucks on a sandwich, I want them to get a great sandwich. Right. So they say, wow, $13. But when they eat it, they're like, right. wow, wow. I'm like taking $13. half of this home. <laughs> You know, but the burger is ground brisket, and um, it's good. It's really good. You sent me pictures of a pizza last night. That was, that was the Francesca pizza. I've that had was, that one. And Francesca is Stephanie's middle name, which is an absolutely beautiful name. So it's Francesca. Stephanie Francesca Perino is her full name. She is from the Hill in St. Louis. So we're getting a lot of um, – there's a lot of influence of the Hill in St. Louis in this deli. Well, it's, you know, the food's amazing. I, I you know, I well, say thanks. that all the time. The brunch, actually, right. I've been there two weeks in a row for the brunch because of the breakfast in a schooner. If we ever get our liquor license, it would be really good. Then you could put champagne inside the schooner with the yeah, breakfast. Yeah, that would be good. I love that. Maybe not sausage gravy, but the sausage gravy is great in it. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, we're just waiting on our liquor license patiently. How long does that kind of thing take? Uh, it normally takes. Three or four months. It's been 13 months. That seems like longer than it should be. Now now we have to do a new lease. Oh. Because our lease was transferred from the previous owner to us, so it's a third-party lease. Mm. So now we have to we have to get a new lease. Right, because you got to get them off right. and you on. Yes. So you, just be thankful you it's don't been live such in Chicago. An ex- it's been a great experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, guys, it's... 260-6368, 260-MENU-6368. Call in if you've had any great restaurant experiences or bad ones. Yeah. You can call in for the bad ones. You know, I had a bad experience I'm going to tell you about. Uh-oh. I'm not going to name we the restaurant. We can't name the restaurant. Because that's, I, don't like, I don't like doing it. So there's this the restaurant that I like. It, it's a pizza place, mm-hmm. mainly. Mm-hmm. But I really like their... 
I know this story. Choke dip. Yeah. Yes. And I've been there four times. It's been great the first three, but the last time I went, it was like half full. And the, normally I get extra bread. So there's extra bread for this dip. So I ordered the extra bread. I get it. And I'm like, it's half there. I have an extra loaf of bread. <laughs> I tell them about it. And they tell me that, <laughs> that that's the way it's supposed to be. And they're not going to fix it. And that kind Amazing. of thing frustrates me. Because when, when you tell a restaurant what's wrong, yeah. you're giving them a gift by letting them know. And I thought, you know, I'm, I'm telling them so they'll know. And they acted like I was, it was just. It's unbelievable. If someone, absolutely. If someone comes to me at one of the restaurants and has a complaint about something, I immediately do anything I can to fix it. Right. Some things can't be fixed and some people can't be fixed. Right. But I believe the customer is always right. And I and I will do my very best to fix it. I had some, I had some good customers that eat in the restaurant all the time in the deli all the time. They came in, and they had the beans Monday, and they said they were scorched. Mm. And so immediately I was in shock. And I was that's really bad, man. That's really really bad if you're serving that. I go to the back, I make a little bowl of them. I taste them, and I'm like, these aren't scorched. They weren't scorched at all. And I had everybody in the kitchen taste. I'm like, is this scorched? Am I missing something? And so I brought another bowl of them out to the table, and I said, guys, I don't think this is scorched. I'm not tasting that at all. I'm, I'm the first one to admit when something's wrong. I'm like, yeah, taste this. And they said, no, it's just missing something. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what it was missing. but You know, some days your taste buds are just off, too. You know, but they weren't scorched. They weren't scorched. Yeah, man, we have run... The gourmet waiter. Can always count on my buddy Ron to call in. What's up, brother? Hey, I'm doing great. How are you doing, Scott? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Glad I didn't go to law school. Yeah, we were talking about you the other day on the show. Marianne Fitzmorris and I were both uh, finding out how big sandwich fans we both are. And somehow that conversation ended up going straight over to Katie's and Francesca because the sandwiches are banging. Banging, man. I like when you use that word. That's the word That's the word that Osterfeld here and I are using on our new show. Mike is also a producer, and we are producing a new, what, what, what shall we call it? It's called Typically New Orleans. It's a show about it's, the New Orleans food business. It's a show about the New Orleans food scene, mm-hmm. food and liquor scene. And yeah. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Well, uh, speaking of liquor, good luck on that with uh, Francesca. I can't wait. I've got a question for you, though. Yep. Um, Tell us, if you would, what the inspiration and what the general theme of your new restaurant is. Bienvenue. Yes. It's a a neighborhood restaurant for Harahan. Um, The theme is neighborhood, which means just a bunch of different things. A neighborhood restaurant, to me, is is a restaurant that has something on the menu for everyone. And that's what we're trying to do. It's different from Katie's. We we don't have the same equipment in the kitchen to do some of the things we do at Katie's because I didn't design the kitchen. So I'm going into a kitchen that I didn't design, so it's missing a few things. But um, sure. it's just it's it's a restaurant that we're we're trying to we're we're trying to 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 build something that the people of Harahan will love. And it's it's a neighborhood restaurant for Harry. That's what it is. 
Okay, great. I've been kind of busy lately, so I haven't been listening to the show as much as I normally do. Are you open yet? Oh, uh, yeah, we're open, man. Okay, cool. Well, it's going to be hard to get me away from Francesca because that's my new favorite, but I'm going to come over to uh, Bienvenue and try it out. Thanks, Ron. i got to go to break, okay, brother? But I appreciate you calling. Congrats to the Blues. Thanks, Bye-bye. man. Thank you. And uh, we got to go to a little break. We'll be back in a few. Old school. Charday, man, back in the 80s. What's the kind of music you listen to when you're driving fast at night? Uh, oh, yeah, man. Reminds streets. me of Miami Vice, huh? Uh-huh. You guys all out there remember Charday, man? I chose this one. Were you born yet, Michael? 1984? Uh, yes, I had just recently just, been born. Just recently. Mm-hmm. I listened to Charday back in those days, man. It was unbelievable. She, had the, she, was, she was a mega, mega monster hit back in the 80s. And I think she's made a little bit of a comeback, but she just had the most beautiful voice. And the, and the, the music was such 80s music. It was great, man. I so I wanted, a, huh? No, I was just going to say I was I was listening a lot to Michael Jackson at that time. Oh, we were listening to that too. The Big high time. Street, pitchy, Thriller pitchy came out about that time. Yeah, well, I was listening to the '70s stuff in the '80s, so it was like. Yeah, I mean, you know, the '70s, '70s. There's, there's nothing like the '70s, man. It's the greatest music. You started with. Um, you you started with like Motown and you know. Mm-hmm. Then Fleetwood Mac and Led Zeppelin. I mean, there's some great bands. It's 260-6368. If any of you guys want to call in, we'd love to talk to you. But, you know, I want to talk about Duke LeCicero's new restaurant, because now I've got a lot more information on it. It's going to be at 3401 North Holland. And that's right near Impostados in, Randu- in Randazzo's um, King Cake. Factory or when it's a store or whatever, but the name of it's going to be Dabs, and I'm really excited about it because anything Duke does is good. And that place has been several restaurants, but this is the one that's going to do really, really well there. And I suggest everybody get out and try it because Duke is—I'm telling you—as good as it gets. You know, Duke had Cafe Giovanni on Decatur Street for 26 years, I believe. And the only reason it's not there anymore is because the just the whole scene in the quarter has changed. Um, it just it's gotten tougher and tougher to do anything down in the quarter. And you know, I, you can read the newspaper every day and see what the problems are. You know, downtown, and it's a shame. It really is, but. Duke uh, Duke had moved to the North Shore for a while, and he was working at Nantini's. He was the chef at Nantini's and was turning that around, and then now he's going to back, go back into his own venture. He'll be back on the South Shore where we really need him because Duke on the North Shore just doesn't make sense. Duke's a true New Orleanian, and I think Duke started in this business at Elmwood Plantation, which was 
a legendary restaurant, obviously, in Elmwood Park until it burned down in the 80s. Mm. But that's where Duke start, started, I think. I, on the other hand, started at the Sizzler. I used to love the Sizzler. Um, the, I did, too. The bread that they cook on the grill, where it's, like, soft on one side and cheesy. On it's called other. Texas Toast. Yeah, but it's not like the Texas toast you get now. It was really good. It was like well, I can tell you what it was. It was Texas toast. Well, we what was on cheese it? on it? We did. We used to do steak and langostino. Um, I started there as a dishwasher, and after a few months, I was dishwashing and bussing, and I was bugging the manager and bugging the manager I'm like, dude, I really want to cook, but I'm like 15. This is 41 years ago. I said I really, really want to cook, man. I can cook steaks. My dad showed me how to cook steaks. I can cook steaks. Blah 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 blah. One night, like, three guys didn't show up. So he yanks me out of the dish room, and he puts me on the grill, and I never looked back. There you go. At 15, I was cooking at the Sizzler. That's where your career started? It was, yeah. It's where my career started. My career started then. Bob DeFelice is actually calling me right now, but I can't answer it. Unless all you guys out there want to talk to Bob DeFelice. He is the owner with his brother and sister of... Pascal Manali. Pascal's Manali. I do, too. It's awesome, but they're not open on date night. My wife and I go out on Sunday nights, and they're not open, so I never get a chance to go over there. But the DeFelice family is is just, they're amazing people. And um, I suggest everyone go to Pascal's Manali. Don't call it Manali's, or people call it Manali's. It's Manali's. Pascal's Manali. Pascal's. Pascal's. So, back to Duke's uh, new restaurant. What's the menu going to be like? What are, what's he going to have there? Well, that's a big secret. Oh. I think it's going to be casual. He's going to do casual dining. And um, I'm sure there's going to be quite a bit of an, of an Italian influence. Okay. Because he's the finest Italian chef in the city, man. I'm telling you. Well, I'm going to have to eat there then because I'm a big fan of Italian food. Well... Me, too, as long as Duke's cooking it. But there are a couple of other places I like to go. I like impastados a whole lot. And um, I love um, you had to press the cough button. Yeah, that was well, good, man. I, got the was first, good. I missed the first one, but I got the second <laughs> second set. So. Fausto's is a little one on veterans that I know I harp on to everyone about, but Fausto's is, is phenomenal, man. One of the very few restaurants you can get, Arancini. Stuffed mm. rice balls, man. Uh, but they give you one big one, and it's got peas, and it's got sausage and beef in it. Oh, man. The Boreal rice, really good, man. What was that pasta that I had at Francesca the other day where I thought this is a it – was, it was like roast beef on top of pasta. Did you have Yakamane? No. We, we've been doing Yakamane recently. Is that like roast and, beef, carrots, gravy on and top? And one of day spaghetti? Joe used soy sauce with, with. No, he forgot it wasn't low sodium because they the purveyor sent the wrong one. He sent regular soy sauce instead of low sodium. Oh. And it was like, I said, dude, you don't taste things before you put it on the line. <coughs> it wasn't good. Well, that is the key. You have to taste everything that you're putting out. <laughs> it's key. That's yeah. why chefs are fat. Right. And he's right. as skinny as a rail. If you met Joey, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah. as skinny as a rail. Like, I wasn't real happy about that one. No, that's that's not what it was. It's some pasta. It's on your specials menu. 
It's on my specials, man. You and it had roast beef on it. Yeah, it was like maybe it was short ribs or something braised short ribs. It may have been a braised short rib, but it's on the specials menu. It's like Thursdays. At at Francesca. Yeah. That's um. Didn't I say that's Dobe? Yeah, that we do pasta and Dobe every Thursday at Francesca. That's very popular. It wasn't popular today. I don't know. We were slow. Well, in the Midwest, we would that would be with like mashed potatoes. Right, yeah. but Dobe's a big, big deal in the South. That's a big Italian deal. Uh-huh. Um, you know, I've always known it in to be into a red gravy, but Knuckles, Chef Knuckles at Francesca likes to do a, a Creole gravy. Okay. He puts carrots in it. It's delicious. It was good. People like it. Yeah. It's good. I took, I took it home because it was so big. I could only eat half of it, you know. Okay. So... For you religious listeners to the Tom Fitzmore show, Duke will be hosting the show tomorrow. Duke, Duke, Duke? Lo Cicero. Oh, really? Yes. Duke, Duke. The Duke. Duke, Duke. There's only one Duke in the world. Duke Lo Cicero. Okay, enough for the Duke Fest. Right. All right. <laughs> People are going to get the wrong idea. They're going to get the wrong idea. Um... So, what's up, Michael? How about them blues? How about them blues? Now, that's your hockey team, right? Yes, that's my hockey team. I just got my hat today. Very exciting. Any sports fans out there listening to HD2 Radio? I Maybe one or two. Come on now. There's lots of sports. Come on now. No, I'm a big St. Louis Blues fan, and the St. Louis Blues won the NHL Stanley Cup Championship. First time ever. In 52 years of existence. Wow. They were the worst team in the National Hockey League in December. The worst. They're the first team ever to go from worst to first. Really? Pretty cool. That's great. And tonight is the big NBA draft. Uh, Now, Osterfeld's not a sports fan. No, but I know when baseball season starts. That's a good thing. But it's not baseball. Tonight's basketball. Oh, that too. Yeah. Where the New Orleans Pelicans, this is good for the restaurant business. We can talk about this because it's, it's good for the restaurant People are business. People going to eat. The Pelicans will have the number one and number four picks in the NBA draft, unless they've traded the fourth away by now because they've been talking about that. But, you know, our new general manager has really lit a fire under this club, and New Orleans is all excited about it again. And we're going to get the number one pick in the draft tonight. So how do you feel about the idea of doing away with the draft and just allowing for free agency? Where did you hear that stupidity? On the radio yesterday. Well, don't listen to everything you hear. That's retarded. I try to have at least one sports on fact. One sports fact that I can throw out there. So yeah, that was, that the was wrong pretty one. good, but I've never heard that one before. That was there. No, the draft is really cool. Gives you know, that it, I think. Sport, if you went to all free agency, it would be just, you know, a battle for the, the richest to get everybody. Nah. The rich teams would be able to take everybody, and it, that just would take away parity in the leagues. Well, that makes sense. So I learned something. Oh. Athletes eat, too. So, yes. I mean, we're talking about sports, but, you know, they eat food, too. Probably a lot, actually. And you know what I, you know what I did, uh, like, about a month ago? I cooked... I cooked a lunch dinner 
at one of the Saints coaches' houses for the whole coaching staff. And I had a blast doing it because I'm fired up about the Saints. I really am. They're going to win the Super Bowl. And look. Because they're that close. On the sports radio show I do sometimes, I'm, I'm known as Dr. Doom. You never hear me be that positive about anything. Really? Very negative about sports. I, I saw a sports psychiatrist yesterday. How'd that go? guy named Tommy Chrysan. Is that a serious thing? It's going to take some time for me to get over it, but, you know. Wow. I just, I'm very negative when I watch sports. You know, and, and nobody ever talks about sports on this show because Tom hates sports. Oh, I, I, Tom You'd and I would You'd love get along. Tom. You would get yeah. along greatly. <laughs> you and my son. So. Right. My 18-year-old son hates sports. And I'm, I'm a sports freak. I'm an addict. My father was the same way. Cincinnati Reds fan. Watched right. him on TV. You know, right. constantly. The big red machine. Yeah. I collected baseball cards yeah. because he was and so now, interested in baseball. We got to go to another break. Uh-oh. Time's just flying by, man. It is. So you're listening to the Tom Fitzmore Show. Guest host Scott Craig with his friend Mike Osterfeld talking all things food, restaurants, recipes. If anybody needs a recipe, I can blurt one out. And now we're throwing some sports into it. So we'll be right back. Thank you. Oh, we're coming back. My wife's telling me <laughs> what to talk about. <laughs> she said, we, well, we ran out of topic. Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones, man, July 14th. The Louisiana Superdome, man. I'm really? going. Yes, I, I saw No way I could miss that, man. I'm you know, going, I'm going, I'm going. Wasn't one of their members, they, they had to postpone their tour because somebody was sick. Didn't they originally? Yeah, Mick Jagger. That's right. <laughs> I didn't know which one of them was sick. I'm just saying. It was Mick. I, I knew that somebody was sick. But I'm glad they postponed because that's the reason they're coming back and they're going to do a real show instead of doing it at Jazz Fest where you have to watch it from 500 football fields away. Right, right. You know. Well, that's great. But fortunately, my bride wasn't making me do that because she didn't want to do that either. I, it was like Jazz Fest was $80 or tickets or something to do that. It's yeah. too big. You know, I, I missed another restaurant that I've been to recently. What's that? The finest chef in the city, all around chef. Duke's the best Italian. But Justin DeVille opened up Justine, Justine in the old Hurwitz Mintz building. And Steph and I went there for dinner one night. And let me tell you something, baby. Unbelievable. Really? He's got Le Petite Grocery and um, Belize. And he just, DeVille is phenomenal. You know, I, I, I was at Le Petite Grocery um, last week i went there i had the, the burger mm-hmm. it was that burger is really good it was really good <laughs> yeah i ordered the burger when i ate there once uh-huh. I'm, like, I'm like how do you order a hamburger at le petite but it was well yeah. worth it man well you know my barber actually is the one who recommended it he so i go to the magazine street barber shop and says right. there right. every four weeks cuts my hair like a, on the schedule and i and he's like you've got to try because we talk about food because he goes all over town and eats so right. You gotta try the burger. 
at, at, at Le Petit. And so before I haircut, I went right in there, got the burger. So they were open for lunch? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I didn't realize that. Yeah. I always go there for dinner. Hey, man, guess who's online? Um, I heard Chef it Duke. What's up, brother? Man, how you doing? Living the dream, man. It's my story, and I'm That's sticking to it. I heard. It. I heard. I heard you just tearing it up and taking names, huh? Well, I'm trying. You know, I just listen to my wife. And I'm a good boy, and everything works out <laughs> for yes, me. Man, that works out real well, Scott. Oh, you got yes, to. I'm telling yeah. you, man. I tell guys that. I said, you know, marriage. Just listen to your wife. Right. You know, and well, you could just say yes, ma'am, and act like you act like it was. No, I really listen to her. So you know, sometimes you know, she's just she's a goddess, man. She put up with me early on. She's the best. You know. Well, anyway, I'm glad that you're a very happy man. You're blessed, and you're blessed on having a great wife. But you are the man, brother. You are the man. I love you, and, dude. Back uh, at eight, you, man. I can't uh, wait till your new place is open. September 1st, huh? Uh, that's my... I'm shooting for that. Let me tell you, it ain't easy. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> bit... Uh, telling? Oh, overwhelmed right now. Oh, I get it, man. I would say it's I'd come like by that. and help you out, but I got my hands full. <laughs> no, I think you do. I think you need another restaurant, don't you? Uh, I've got two for you. I'm only doing the third one because I love Patrick Grow. Yeah, so how can you not love that man? Oh, dude, is he not the best? Best friend in history. He's incredible. Dude. I mean, he really is. And you know, and would you let anybody else do your books? <laughs> no, no, not no. anymore. Not anymore, man. Hell no. He knows no, what I, he's I, doing. I had a few when that was bad. So, you know, when you have when you when you give somebody great like he is, you keep him. Yeah, you I know? mean, for all but you restaurateurs. Nothing, man. I, you know, I've just been working a lot, you know. Um, yeah. You know, between Francesca and Katie's and Bienvenue, it's been, you know, it's it, it's been quite a triangle, you know. It's been tight. It's been tight, you huh? Know. I bet you it has been. We've been getting and, a lot uh, of good reviews. Was, all, all of the restaurants have been getting great reviews. Um, really course. happy with that. Really happy with that. So. I ate at Frances- uh, Francesca's um about three weeks ago, I had that Cuban sandwich. It was killer. Good, good, good. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. So, oh, yeah. Everything you do, baby, is good. So you don't have to worry about nothing. Duke, what's, Duke, what's your menu going to be like at Dab's? Uh, it's a New Orleans Bistro. So, you know, you'll have some of my award-winning dishes on it, the ones that people love. And then I'm going to have uh, New Orleans, uh, a little bit of all kind of cuisines, uh, like I did for the Italian, but I'm doing it with uh, New Orleans cuisine. So a little spin on everything, you know, a little touch. We're going to have flights of seafood. Uh, so you'll order a flight of food. Let's just say that, not just seafood. You get a flight, and you get a flight of seafood. You're going to have three different types of little appetizers of different seafood. We're going to do the same thing with protein, meats, uh, play around with it. We're going to be open till 2 o'clock in the morning serving a really great bar menu and um uh, we're going to be doing uh, bourbon orientated. Uh, it's going to be a lot of bourbons, um, cr- uh, handcrafted cocktails, of course. Every time you come in there, it's happy hour. A two in, a two ounce uh, uh, drink all the time. That's what we pour in. So uh, the prices are going to be really good. Smaller plates, um, a lot of appetizers, a lot of small plates. Um, you know, just a little hip little uh, New Orleans joint. 
That's what it's going to be. I'm looking Fun. forward to that, man, in a big way. That's going to be awesome. Uh, man, I, I, let me tell you, I just got in here Monday, and I've met 70 people already trying to get this place open. So uh, we're going to shoot for September 1st. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, the challenge, and uh, I'm home, man. This is where I, you're this is where I grew up in Metairie. You're rebranding the whole place, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, you're, you're, re- yeah. you're redesigning the whole thing. You're tearing it all out. You're gutting it good. Yeah, man. I, well, not, I mean, we I'm met you were working in Metairie. Just, just uh, you know, clean. It, it, I can't. It, it's not construction. It's just, uh, um, it's like putting... I guess my little spin on what's going to be, there's going to be some Wallens murals in it. There's, it's going to be a fun little place, you know? So it's, uh, it's, um, just changing it and, and getting ready for all my, my yachts in measuring. You know, we actually met when you were working right down the street at the Sheraton. That's where we yeah, met. You were a DJ. Yeah. You were a DJ at the Sheraton. And that's what yeah, not the Sheraton. It was the, it was called Key Largo. But it was in the Sheraton, wasn't it? Well, what it is, it was Lakeway. Yeah, the three big buildings right before you get across the crossway. Oh, that's um, yeah, and it, I, but yeah, I but I thought it would be right. Right. I also met you at Bart's, mm-hmm. and um, and I was the chef family at Key Largo, but uh, it, it was one of those things that uh, other things got in the way. So, and then uh, <laughs> you know. I can't even get into that. You think? You know what I'm talking about. That was the 1980s. 85 to be exact. It was crazy. Oh, man. I was at Bart's. It was some crazy times, man. Oh, my God. Yes, Bart's was unbelievable. Yeah, it was. It was crazy, man. I got a lot of experience. You were bartending at Bart's, weren't you? I started as a bartender, and I left there as a general manager. Yes, indeed. I remember it was I worked, like yesterday. I love Bart's, man. I worked there for six love years, Bart's. man. That's the last time yeah. I actually worked for somebody. Because I bought Parkway Tavern in late 1989 when I left Bart's. And then I bought Katie's in 93. you believe I've been at Katie's for 26 years? Yeah. Well, I, I, I made 27, and I, and I threw the towel at, it, at Giovanni. Hopefully, I won't uh, be throwing you know, the towel you know, in the twenties. No, I don't think that. That's not the problem. You got a good location. Right. You got great people. You got you got you got it going on, son. You, you're doing. We, I'm we, so proud of you. I, I mean, you you are one of the best. Thanks, Duke. I appreciate it, man. You know, I love you too, dude. All right, man. Uh, well, I'm gonna be doing a show tomorrow, so everybody hear a little bit more about Dabs, and uh, I'll see you soon, uh, Scott. We gotta go right. have a cocktail. See you. Got you. All right, man. Guys, I, I'm telling you, um, that's one of the finest people I've ever known. I mean, that is a true New Orleanian, a dear friend that would do anything for me. He's a good dude. Sounds like a lot of fun, too. He is. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> it was really fun back in the 80s. But uh, I think we got to go to another break. Do we? Should I we tell people so. the phone number before we go on break? The phone number is 260-6368. Please call in. I get very tired of talking to Osterfeld. Yeah. I get tired of talking <laughs> yeah. to you, too. <laughs> Phone number, once again, 260-6368. We'll be right back.
Oh, that's another great one. That it must have been the wrong time. Not in the right place. You're listening to WWWL 105.3 FM HD2 Radio. Call-in number is 260-6368. And I'm going to dedicate this last hour to the wonderful, beautiful, legendary queen of Creole cuisine, Chef Leah Chase, Miss Leah. She was... um, special as it gets. 1992. I, I had to think about this you know, how long ago it was, but we used to go. I had, When I just owned Parkway, I hadn't opened the restaurant yet. And uh, we would go to, to Dookie Chase's every Friday with a group of friends. And um, I got to, to meet Miss Leah. And, I, you know, and I, I had met Miss Leah when I was a kid. Along, you know, I learned most of all of my pot cooking from from Creole ladies in my neighborhood growing up because I grew up in a, in a real Creole neighborhood and and you know a lot of my friends were were um, African American and Creole and um, you know I'd, I'd always be at their houses and I'd, and I'd watch and listen to their moms and grandmothers cook and that's where I really learned how to pot cook but this day in 1992 um, you know we had been going to to Dookie Chase's for some time and we had met talk to Miss Leah. She'd come out and talk to us. And I said, gosh, Miss Leah, you know, I would love to be able to spend some time with you in the kitchen one day. And she says, well, come on back. <laughs> and I told my boys, I said, I'll get home. See you later. And I went back in the kitchen and, and I spent a couple of hours with her and, and we pot cooked and we we cooked some gumbos and, and uh, red beans. And she was cooking red beans and and white beans. And we just talked about Creole pot cooking, and um, I cherish that day because then I got to to see her more when she was older because she'd come to Katie's all the time, and when I opened Francesca, she would come to Francesca at least a couple of times a month and get the red beans, and she just loved our red beans. So um, I saw. Did I see a picture of her at Francesca? I have plenty of pictures with her, and I've got to get them blown up. I'm going to get them blown up and framed. Um, you know, and I said that, and you know, five years ago when I cooked for President Clinton, and I have pictures with President Clinton. Because <laughs> I do, I do work for for James Carville sometimes. He and I are friends, and I cook it. I've done some parties at his house, and, and um, he calls me right in the middle of Jazz Fest that year, and he says, "Hey, Scotty," you know, James. James is just—he's the best guy, man. I mean, just. Love the guy, and he's such a hoot to be around. But, hey, Scotty, what you doing tomorrow? And I said, I don't know. I don't know, James. What am I doing tomorrow? I said, am I doing something for you? He says, yeah, can you, can you do a little vegan at the house? And I said, sure. He says, I got a little VIP coming in town. And I said, who's that, James? And he goes, remember President Clinton? <laughs> and I said, man, are you asking me to cook for the president at your house tomorrow? He goes, yeah, man, can you do something? Can you put a little something together? And I'm like, sure. So we went over to his house and we cooked some vegan dishes and wow. and I love President Clinton. I just he I I think he's the best president. And I, I am I am a no party. I'm not into politics, I'm not all that. And right. I just Stand think neutral. 
He was the best. Now, we have to go to our first hour break. You're listening to Tom Fitzmorris' show. Chef Scotty Craig filling in as host with friend Mike Osterfeld. You're listening to WWL 105.3 HD2 FM, New Orleans. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom 